Welcome to The Storytellers, the radio show and podcast that features those who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. I'm your host, Grace Salmon. I look forward to our time together today. Now, let's meet our storyteller. Welcome to episode 93 of The Storytellers with Dr. Joy Ross Davis. Her stories are filled with magical, the magical, the mysterious, and the enchanting. Joy, thank you for being at The Storytellers microphone. You're so very welcome. I'm honored to be here. Well, you and I have bumped into each other over the last few years and uh, social media. And it's just such a joy, literally, to be here with you face to face. You have a very interesting set of books. You um, are of Irish descent as your coloring so beautifully uh, shows. And you write about the stories of lore and magic in the back hills of Tennessee. Tell us the story behind yeah. your stories. Ah. Uh, um my mother and my grandmother were born in Tennessee and lived there for many, many years. And later I found out that my paternal grandmother was born only a few miles from my maternal grandmother, but they never knew each other. And so I have ancestry going so far back in Tennessee that I really feel at home there. When I go, I just like, yeah, you know, it's that feeling of being home. And, and, and you mm -hmm. taught college creative writing. You have a PhD in creative writing and taught it. And then you went to another home after you retired, you went to Ireland. Tell us about that experience. I did. I went to Ireland. I, I was a, I got a job as a travel writer. And um, so I traveled all over Ireland in my assigned counties. And, um, but it was a much different job than I had thought it would be because the places that I found that were interesting weren't necessarily on my agenda of places, but they were out of the way places. And the best thing about Ireland is the people because they are so gracious and willing to help in any way. And, um, I very rarely saw anybody take a drink. So yeah. not, so not the, the friendliness is certainly yeah. part of the stereotype, the, the not yeah. drinking, not so much of the stereotype, which is might be yeah. a very, very good thing. But I enjoyed my time there and I enjoyed it so much that I've been back four times. Yeah. So and it this, must also it, feel it, like home. Yeah, it does. It's, it doesn't feel like a foreign country. I feel accepted and at home and I can travel anywhere there. So it's quite a place. Joy, you spent 25 years teaching others to write. Did you do writing during that time? No, no. Um, 
I started a book, but I really didn't have the creative energy to do anything but teach my classes. And I taught day classes and night classes for several years. And uh, it was all about, more about learning to read and write than really creative writing. I taught an advanced class of creative writing. And that was fun. You know, I got to know the students on a different level. But most of what I did was adult education. Okay. And um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some of the genres you write in. You write historical, paranormal yeah. suspense, romantic suspense, and historical fantasy. Walk us through each of those with some of your work. <laughs> okay. Uh, my historical novel that I really like the most uh, is called The Witch of Black Lion. Black Lion is a town in Ireland on the border between the Republic and Northern Ireland. It's a tiny little town and there is a legend there that there is a woman who there are springs, beautiful springs there. And I went to visit one and there is a legend about a woman who walks the springs looking for her lover. Uh, and this has been going on for a hundred years. They've been, you know, they've been searching for one another and they had a tragic love story. And so I think part of the, um, historical in that was fantasy from this folk tale mm -hmm. but there is so much fact in the book that I call it you know just simply historical and um, so and then I have um, uh, Countenance which was my first book it's not typically historical. It's paranormal. It's a love story about um, a girl who's troubled and a man she meets who turns out to be an earthbound angel. And um, it's, you know, it's a fun book to me. And then I have, of course, uh, the Mad Woman of Preacher's Cove, which is <laughs> based in Tennessee. And it's actually about two sisters that I knew growing up. Uh, I based my story on them. One of them was mute. Uh, the other was part owner of one of the inns in Tennessee. And so I just created a story and uh, the one who was mute became known as the mad woman. 
and so I have I have lots of them, and I can't quite remember how to categorize each one of them. Well, that, that's that's fine. In the Mad Woman of Preacher's Creek. Um, I'm sorry, Cove. Uh, that's the one I listened to on audiobook. And that was a fascinating journey to be in an audiobook. Would you share that with us? Uh, well, I don't know much about the audiobook. I've only heard it. Uh, and I thought it was great. I thought it was a really uh, tense and emotional um, journey to go through that. Actually, I liked the audio version. I liked the experience of the audio version better than I liked reading the book. And so there's something about the audio version that gives it a certain kind of reality that you can't get in a book. And so and I'm I'm unfamiliar. Are the are your other books in audio as well? No. So mm -hmm. so that is an interesting experience then. Mm -hmm. It's more real somehow? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you experience it on a much different level than you do when you're just reading. So if what's that, that? Yes, it does. What's that like to hear your words, though, coming out of someone else's mouth? <laughs> well, at first, I was so put off by it because I kept thinking, I wrote that book. And, you know, it's like... Hey, that's my book. But then she did such a good job with it that I just wanted to listen to to see how my book turned out in audio. And it was great. It was yeah, really Hillary good. Hoover is the audio artist for that. And I, I too think she nailed it. It, oh, it, yeah. was a, it was a pleasure to do that. So we've covered historical, paranormal, romantic. I don't think we've gotten to romantic yet. Okay. Well, the my latest book is a romantic thriller. There's no paranormal, which is uh, way out of my comfort zone. Uh, but it's called The Hitman's Wife. And um, I based part of that story on the things I learned when I was married to my late husband, who was a federal firearms licensed dealer. And we had a gun store. And so I got a little bit familiar with weapons. Mm -hmm. And I thought that maybe I could use that to write a believable story but actually it's just it's a love story between this mismatched pair uh, a young photographer named Jody and uh, Russell the hitman who has been sent to kill her not her but the man who was living in the house that she now occupies He's unaware that his target has moved. And so that's how they meet. And uh, so it is, and to me, it was so much fun to write because I had a little knowledge and uh, I could see these two characters. 
I imagined all the things that would happen to them. And so they had a tough time really getting to know one another. But when they did finally fall in love, it was a beautiful thing. And so I really like the book. <laughs> Uh, you obviously joy get a lot of joy in your writing. Where do your stories come from? I mean, you you had the two sisters, you had the gun shop, but what makes you turn these life experiences into novels? Um, the easy answer to that is that when I have characters in mind, if I'm just sitting. I suddenly imagine those characters, the way they look, the way they talk, the way they dress. I imagine them in different scenarios, like, I don't know, kissing or having a fight or I don't, you know, I don't call those images to mind. They just come. Okay. And so... I think, oh, okay. And so I usually try to jot down notes when that happens because I, I think that that's one of the signs like, hey, you need to listen to this. And so I actually don't plot out the story. Mm -hmm. uh, the story comes to me as I write and um, I, but I, I usually always know how the story ends. I start with the end and because I already know how it's going to end and then I work toward that. I do the same thing and um, in my experience not many authors do that. I, I start with a question yes. and I know the end but the middle is the hard work for me. Um, yes. So in your experience you and I obviously write uh, similarly. Have you met many others who start with the end? No. <laughs> no. I really haven't. I've been to all sorts of conferences and talked to authors and I haven't heard anybody yet say that they start at the end. But I, I just can't get going with the story unless something in my mind has said, this is how it ends. And I have a very clear picture of what's going to happen at the end. I have a theory on this. You and I both come out of the area of education. And my yeah. theory is we know where we need our students to be at the end of the semester. Yeah. And, True. True. and we start with the end in mind. If we don't know where we need them to be at the end of the semester, how the heck are we going to get them there? So yeah. what do you think about that theory? I think it's, it's valid. Valid, yeah. Because that is the truth. And I spent all of my adult career in school. And so I think, yeah, that waiting for the end result, is uh, that's our goal in education. Well, good. I'm going with that theory then because you, yeah. you validated yeah. it for me. Um, let's talk about the angels. You talked a minute about um, being uncomfortable when you're not in sort of a 
supernatural paranormal place. So let's talk about the role of angels in your books and in your life. Okay. Um, I am really comfortable with the paranormal. I have been for as long as I can remember. Um, you know, I don't shy away from it. And I think the reason for that is that when I was six years old, I went outside because we were having a storm and I wanted to see how the sky looked during the storm. It was just curiosity. And I walked out into the yard and I was just looking up at the sky and I heard a voice. As a child, I heard a voice that said, run, joy, run. And so I turned and ran. And in that split second, lightning struck where I was standing. And I didn't know that lightning had struck because I was... I was sick, Funny. you know, I didn't know anything, but um, I went back and looked and the ground was smoldering where the lightning had struck. And so my belief all of my life has been that that voice was an angel who saved me. And so wow. I've had, a, yeah. So that gives me a, a connection to the paranormal that, or supernatural that many people don't have. And so I'm sort of drawn to it and very comfortable writing it. So do angels show, I, you talked about the earthbound angel. Do uh, angels show up in many of your books? Yes. Mm -hmm. My hashtag for a long time was angel rider and so i was sort of known for my first few books as you know that woman who writes about angels mm -hmm. i love that i love women of our age that we have a hashtag yeah <laughs> me too it's like, it's like you could be on a harley davidson people would be calling you uh -huh. angel, angel rider <laughs> I, I love it. So you've got numerous books out now. The newest one is The Hitman's Wife, uh, Mad Woman of Preacher's Cove, which I loved. And tell us what's next. Uh, what's next is um, a book about an event from my childhood that I have fictionalized because I know the characters I knew the characters personally, and it is a story about a woman and her husband, both of whom I knew as a child, and they, they're they a married couple, but, you know, they, they don't have a great marriage, but they're trying, trying to work through it. She's a former beauty queen. And uh, he's not very handsome, but they make a good couple. And he does his best to try to take care of her and give her what she needs. 
And so I'm about 120 pages into that one. It's called The Goddess of Weaver Street. Weaver Street is the ritzy exclusive section where they live. And uh, her friends always tell her that she looks like a goddess. And it. so, yeah. And so that's where the title came from. And so that's what I'm working on now, trying to finish. Wonderful. Uh, Dr. Joy Ross Davis, I can't believe our time has come so quickly to an end. Thank you for being a guest here on The Storytellers. Thank you, Grace. It's been a pleasure. This has been a copyrighted episode of The Storytellers by Grace Salmon and Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. That concludes this episode of The Storytellers. I'm so glad you could be part of the story today. I hope you share the stories, tell your own, and come back for another episode. Because when our stories are told, everything changes. I'm Grace Salmon.